Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Bookends with Friends. Was there, is there a funeral? What was that? Was that so sad? You're like, hey everyone, <laughs> oh, welcome to Bookends with Friends. <laughs> it feels like it's a funeral in my brain right now. <laughs> welcome to hell. Who died? Hey, hey everyone, welcome and to this hell. This is our in memoriam episode. Where our podcast is dead, and I will soon be following it to the sweet, sweet release of death. Welcome to Bookends with Friends. I am your book friend, Parker Moon. I'm your construction king, Brett Irvin. I'm tied to a tree. My name is Daniel Phillips. <laughs> this is Bookends with Friends. We're a weekly book club podcast where we go over one book a month. Uh, this month we've been reading An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. And this episode is covering chapters 12 through 17. Uh, we're so thankful that y'all could join us. This is the first time we're recording since we published. Yay! It's live. It's live. Um, we're talking to you right now through your ears. Through your ears. And um, we love all the, the fan uh, support. Um, moms and dads of friends have been incredibly supportful. Um, and Support. Supportive? Support- supportive. <laughs> supportful. Support- I like supportful. Supportful. Yeah, sounds good. Um, no, we're, I, mean, I mean, I'm kidding. Do y'all have anyone to shout out? Um... I'm going to shout out the Stanley family. Stanley family. And I'll get into why in the short stories. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, my friend Mary Grace from high school who oh. reached out over Instagram and uh, just, you know, has been really supportive and really sweet about the podcast. Also on TikTok, which, yes, we have a TikTok, um, a guy oh, uh, named Zachary had messaged me a couple times uh, about the podcast, which I thought was really nice. So, Zach Zachary, attack? if you're listening... You got a shout out on the show, buddy. Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks, That's Zach. actually really cool. Yeah, super yeah. cool, right? Thanks, Zachary. Zach. Just my mom and dad, and then... Um, and God. <laughs> prayers up to the big J. <laughs> Should we shout out Jenna? Didn't Jenna say she wanted yes, to... Yes, so Jenna's dad, Rob, said that he wanted a specific shout out because he told Jenna to read the book, which to- who told Maddie to read the book. Maddie, being my wife told me to read the book, and that is how this podcast started. So, Rob Kerr, if you're out there, you get a huge thank you and shout-out from Bookends with Friends. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Rob. Right. Thanks, um, Thanks, Mr. Kerr. Yeah, respect- we're so excited that y'all are listening and supporting. Please send in um, submissions so that we can have y'all be a part of the discussion as well. Um, and, and send in what you want us to read and what, what's working with the show and what's not. We would love your feedback. Um, also, if you could... Uh, you know, give us quick reviews, um, you know, any type of review on iTunes, Spotify, that helps us a lot. Yeah. Um, um, going off of what you just said, send us books you want us to read. I mean, that that's the point of the podcast. Worst case, we don't read them right away, but at least it goes on a list for later. That yeah. We can keep track of. But before we get into the, vault, the before we get in into vault. short stories, we're probably going to be putting up our book options yes. for next month. Um, we'll be posting those tomorrow. Um, this isn't a, a live podcast, so I don't know why I said tomorrow, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll post that on social media throughout this weekend. Um, so so uh, y'all probably already voted on that, but there'll be a couple options and we'll, we'll leave that window open. And then next week um, we'll you know have that announced and we can get excited about the uh, book for April. Yes. Um, and yeah, so that, that let's go straight into short stories then because I want to hear what's going on in you guys' lives. Yeah, um, so it's been about three weeks since we last recorded, I think. Yeah. Um, 
It's been a good three weeks. I, I said earlier I wanted to shout out the Stanley family. Reason being um, the Stanley family. Um, John Stanley, being one of my best friends, his uh, family own a beach house now, and they invited uh, myself and my wife up there for a week, and so we just got to chill. That's so nice. Where'd y'all go? Went to um, right next to Seaside, like six blocks away from Seaside. Oh, nice. Um, so we just got to chill uh, in their beach house, and it was super nice. Um, shout out to KK and Edwin Stanley for hosting us and feeding me Nutty Buddies all day because... <laughs> I ate all of their Nutty Buddies, and then they went and bought me more. Oh, my gosh. Friends of friends of the show, wow. the Stanley family, thank you so much for feeding Daniel. New keeping them alive. The podcast. <laughs> nutty Buddies. Nutty Buddies. And Nutty Buddies. But no, I, it was a super good week. We got to get away from work a little bit. Um, it was just nice. I haven't been to the beach or even on a vacation in like three years. Oh, and yeah. so it, it was, was really much needed. cool. Much needed. Well, you look rested. You look great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've been going to the gym. You look, I mean, I can tell. I am getting absolutely jacked. <laughs> you want to kiss right now? <laughs> All right, Brett. <laughs> Brett, you talk while we kiss. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, what's going on with your short just... story? Yeah, don't listen. <laughs> Close your ears. So my short story is we are currently sitting in a structure that I've built. <laughs> <laughs> no kissing noises. Love <gasps> Gotta love that audio poison yeah. for all the listeners. Um, Our wives are gonna divorce us. More time for the podcast. More. That's what I say. <laughs> um, we're sitting in a structure that I've built. Um, four walls. Yeah, we really concrete, are. Concrete, beautifully done. It's got. It's know, close it's, to that. Yeah, it's close, but it's instead of concrete, it's blankets. Um, I've built a little bit of a studio in my apartment. Um, it's there's a blanket you've, you've overhead of it, us. You've tricked it out. I've tricked it so out. So we came into a surprise. It's kind of like pimp my ride, except for it's like soundproof my apartment. That's right. <laughs> we're we're doing it out here. We're making this. We heard the audio in episode one, and we said, "Nope, gotta fix that. Gotta fix that." It's, so, it's like an adult blanket fort. Yeah. It is an adult blanket yeah. fort where the, adult podcasts happen. And the only thing that makes it adult is that adults fit under it, and. Nothing else. <laughs> nothing There's nothing else. weird going yeah, on no, in the yeah, blanket yeah. fort. Yeah. It's just bigger. Yeah. Well, just a big we did just say board. we were kissing. But... You said that. <laughs> you made the noises. But hey, yeah, it, hey, so it looks it's... great, dude. I, I'm excited about this this recording a, studio. A field of I think it's pretty situation. professional. I'm definitely gonna take pictures and um and post it on social media because it's it's wonderful to to be inside and to look at. It's fun. Cool. How about you? Guys, Parker. Guys, as is you. Guys, okay. Discovery Channel, BattleBots. Okay. Do you know the show BattleBots? Yeah, I love I mean, BattleBots. It's been on air for like what, like twenty years? Watched probably? it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. So the other night, Maddie was out. I can't. I think she did like drinks with friends, and <laughs> um, like the grown up that I am, I probably watched three to four straight hours of BattleBots on Discovery Channel. I did text great. Brett about it. and We were watching it simultaneously. Yeah, nice. we were doing like live texts nice. about like whose bot was the coolest and like surprise fights. You have a question? I, I don't. I was waiting for you uh, for a pause because I have a question about BattleBots. Yeah, fire away. Do you, do they still put like flamethrowers? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Do the well, flamethrowers totally do well? No. No. They do, don't well, do good at all, right? There's one of the top contenders did well and had a flamethrower but it wasn't they didn't do well because of the flamethrower yeah. they do they you know somebody who knows more about science hank green if you're listening may come huh. in and 
completely stomp us with logic and say that it, they're useful, but I don't see much use for the flamethrowers so unless you overheat some sort of system that's yeah. running the It's robot. more flashy. So the, yeah, so these battle bots, for, for people who don't know, the show is... It's more of a it's finisher move. What is it, to just flamethrow somebody while they're down. Right, and, it, and, it's, and it, what it, it's what it sounds like. Like it's, in real life. It's two robots that go head-to-head in a cage match and you have these teams, or sometimes individuals, who create these machines essentially just designed to fight the other robot. And they look like little RC cars, but if RC cars had giant swinging mallets, or <laughs> or buzzsaws, or um, like uppercut-style like yeah, machines to flip the car. It, flippers. Flamethrowers. Yeah. yeah, and, and it's, it's so fascinating. There's also like obstacles, like saws and hammers on, on the, the course. On the edge of the course, and like things that are like... Tear up the tear up the bots if they get knocked into them. Right, and, and, and I mean, me and Brett were texting all about it, but it, it's it's so cool, and and these people have such a passion for it, which I really love, and the community seems so nice. And you gotta imagine it's because it's so small, like it's just yeah. these like these they probably all know each other, but they're fighting RCs and they put all this time into it, and it's beautiful, and these bots blow each other up. And for my entertainment, I loved it. I started recording it. And I'm going to watch every episode of BattleBots <laughs> this season. It's Something. a very 90s-esque oh, show yeah. that yeah. stuck yeah. around. Like, it's lasted through time, yeah. which most shows from the 90s do not. Yeah, and, and I can... Have, it's kind of funny. They have a UFC fighter as one of the commentators. He's <laughs> so get, good. Yeah, they, they're, they're really... Oh, my gosh, wait. Well, the, arguably, the best part is the guy that does the bot introductions. Yes. He has some sort of... Like poem or rhyme yeah. or just like crazy ass. off the walls introduction for every and there's like seventy to a hundred bots that take part <laughs> in this league. He has like and it's fresh every episode. He has like this crazy intro for all of them. And yeah. it's amazing. But shout out to the BattleBots community. If uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope someone listens to the, I, I feel like there's probably an overlap with big book readers and BattleBots community. Yeah. But um, it was great. I enjoyed it. I um, if you haven't watched the show, I slept on it for. It seems like it's been on forever, and I've slept on it up until this point in my life. And now I can't imagine my life without BattleBots. Wow. So and the, the bot that makes it all the way to the end gets to fight a human. No, <laughs> that's, that's how the that's show ends. That's um, where the they get. They get a, yeah, they throw a random human in there. They don't know where they are. The trophy is yeah. called the Golden Nut, which is also very good. It's like yeah. a lug nut, um, yeah. but it's it's get great. it from the human. They, get from, <laughs> oh, they, have to, they have to pry it from the human's cold dead body. It's like the snitch. Like the snitch. Oh, okay. um, well, but I'm, I'm speaking glad. of robots, let's get into this robot-filled book with the recap. Um, yeah, so chapters 12 through 17. A lot um, of stuff happened. We got some content in chapters 12 through 17. Yeah. Um, we've got kind of April on the brink of a downfall, yep. I would say. We'll go, we'll go into all of this in discussion. Um, you get a little battle between April and Peter. Mm-hmm. And you also get an introduction to um, kind of her book and the process of April's book. Um, but biggest thing, we get the dream Big Which, dream details. Uh, we get some very big dream details. Maya that, is back, baby. Maya is back. The and proletarian. Uh, meow. <laughs> okay. That was, you, is that a Sonic reference? That was my Sonic impression. Oh my God. Did you like it? I loved it. it um, so perfect. we get my favorite part of the book, which we'll talk about, which is um, April explaining her experience with the dream to Maya, because it's super cool. Um, we have some, some almost like D-Day-esque it's kind of what we've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, April's hinted at July 13th, yep. um, which turns out to be a terrorist attack on the Carls. Yep. 
Um, we get and the Carl stormed the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> we get a <laughs> we have a slow mo action scene involving Carl's hand, who has magically reappeared, and we don't know why. And then to um, save April from an assassination attempt. Yeah, April's gonna get absolutely assassinated. <laughs> um, and Carl's gonna get the wrecked. Day. <laughs> the end of the book. And then yeah, that's it. Um, but Carl saves the day. Um, and then we kind of end with um, April trying to get assassinated, attempted assassination. <laughs> she's trying to get assassinated. She's really. She's just. She's begging for. I it. can almost make the argument that she's trying to. <laughs> she, um, but she's, like, she's trying to get assassinated, and now I can't get that out of my head. Who knows? We don't know April's motives. Um, another person tries to assassinate April, um, which is kind of where that we she end. hired. Yeah. No. <laughs> she says, "Please assassinate me." Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of stuff. And he, he gets liquefied and then she's going to the hospital and that that's man where gets it liquefied. Ends. And um, then Carl drinks the liquid. No. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't. Okay. There's it a lot of them. It could be sustenance for Carl. See, this yeah. is my, this is, so my, my fault. I'm going to pitch this to you it's guys. It's like a war of the world. If this show becomes, um, ever, you know, maybe we can, you know, Famous. rebrand a little bit yeah. and pitch this to where we have high schoolers using this for their summer reading projects. Okay. So I'm afraid if we say things like Carl drinks the liquid, that that's going to show up in their high school papers. Yeah, they're just going to make their teachers laugh. Honestly, jokes on them. They should have read the book. Jokes yeah. on them. They should have read the book. Summer reading is not that bad, We're, we're, we're actually double agents. We're double agents. We, we work all, for the teachers. We work What's for up, the, teachers? What's up? <laughs> Honestly, we probably have a better uh, time or better chance getting teachers to listen to this podcast. Yeah, I don't so. think any high schoolers are going to enjoy our... This is uh, a sting operation to <laughs> trick yeah. high schoolers into um, writing bad papers. A super side note on that. Not super side note. Super but rel- side note. But relative, relevant. Um, I had to do a book report on the Odyssey when I was in ninth grade. And I waited till the very last day, and I went to my friend Michael's house. Uh, shout out to Michael. He knows the story. Hey, uh, we didn't start the book until the day before school started, last day of summer. Um, Michael's mom, and that's literally what I call her, that's by the way. has got it going on. I, oh, God. Um, I call her Michael's mom. Michael's mom <laughs> read the face. book read the book to us. Yeah, I call her that to her face. She calls me uh, Michael's Are friend. Are you telling me that your friend's mom read you your high school summer reading book? My friend's mom read me <laughs> As our high, high school. She still calls him and reads him books. It gets better. <laughs> he, she is, she read, reading, is she reading you this book? Be honest. Is that, were you on the phone the whole time Be at the honest. beach? And she was just, she's like, Dan, I really have to work. I can't read you while you're on Guys, the beach. Guys, I can read. Michael's mom read us the Odyssey as me and Michael 1v1 in Halo 3 on the oh, last no. day of class. Michael's mom, then, I'd like to extend the sincerest apology for these. I am so sorry, Michael's mom, she for She had a good time, but we had to create a test about the Odyssey. And in the test, Michael made a multiple choice question about of Halo. who is um, the god of the ocean, which is... Poseidon. Poseidon, good. You would have passed, but he put Poseidon and then every evolution of Polyworld as the other three <laughs> answers. <laughs> Incredible. So he said Poseidon, Polytoad, and Polyworld, Polyrath. Yes. Wow. I could see it being Polyrath. Yeah. Right? Poseidon is Poseidon's mad. Yeah. But yeah, that was a quick little side note. Um, wow. I am blown away by you every day. Thanks. <laughs> Guys, I can read. You amazed me. <laughs> Michael's mom, just so you know, um, if you we're, read we're too- finishing the book next week, so Dan will need to hear chapters 18 through wherever the end of the book I'll is. I'll call you whenever I'm free. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Michael's mom. 
So and, for reading yeah. to Daniel every week. So going to what Michael's mom uh, read for me this week, chapter twelve was loaded. Yeah, let's discuss. Let's hop into discussion. Um, so she writes her book. April writes her book, and it's it's becoming um, very poisonous between her and the defenders. Right? Yes. They're defenders being uh, Peter's Peter's group of of um, extremists almost, and yes. and so they're trying to solve all the dream codes. Uh, Maya and her team are trying to solve all the dream codes and they're kind of using like counter like espionage tactics of like sending each other fake codes sabotaging and... the defenders right so and I think yeah so Maya's team is is clearly smarter they figured out that there's 496 dream tasks that need to be solved and there's a missing key a big part of this was the plane that only April can see yes um, so just another reason why April's special probably something to do with her connection with Carl um, but we think that this key, if she can figure out this plane task, will be that last hidden piece. Right. And and I hinted at this uh, during the recap, but that's my that was my favorite moment in the book so far because I love um, like smaller twists in mm-hmm. movies and books. And when April asked Maya about the plane and Maya's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's no good. plane. It was good. That's my favorite moment in the books because it's like, oh, shoot. Like, Although only April has this, um, and she's kind of has to figure it out. Again, I love Maya so dearly because she also, you know, while April's kind of spiraling and, and you know making bad decisions left and right, Maya is a true um, friend in the way that she can confront April and tell her how things, you know, when things are bad. And she said, you know, you don't need another reason to think that you're special. And I really don't think she meant that in a harmful way towards yeah. April. I think she meant it in a way to try to help her because she sees what it's doing to her to be the center of all this. I mean, April's spiraling in this. Um, what are some of the bad decisions? Uh, she, she made some bad decisions. Um, she uh, is super horny. She's so horny. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not always, never. That's never. It's not a bad decision. But they decision. could have been never a bad decision. <laughs> so, so what happens, Brett? Who does she uh, hook up with? Well, Miranda for one. Miranda for one. Um, she I think tries. <laughs> but she tries to hook up. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she sort of hints at it with Robin. Um, has plans with Jessica, the EMT. We'll get into that later. She, but yeah. she so, definitely tries with she, Jessica. She's so, she's setting she's April, setting up a a connection. And but yeah, mainly Miranda is the one that she actually just says up. hey i want to do something and says yeah. all right well that do Miranda's something nearby. is you yeah i think um her her loneliness comes out in these chapters and i think that it's seen um you know this this kind of profound loneliness and she she just wants to feel something or anything and so that kind of drives her to sleep with miranda um but it is kind of sad because it's a little bit manipulative i don't think it's meant to be very malicious by any means um, but I think that it just shows, you know, April's spiral. And, yeah. and then she says that everything's weird with Miranda after. And I also love Miranda. She's so sweet. Miranda's really cool. And yeah. she deserves... It was, really, it was it was kind of disappointing that she risked that. And I, I mean, I get where she... I get the loneliness because mm-hmm. she's very lonely. But I was kind of sad that she when, she... when she when she first said it, she was like, I probably maybe shouldn't do this. Yeah, I think but, it was a bad decision. So, she She kind of brings it up as like... After the hookup, she's like, I feel like I cheated on Maya and yeah. Miranda. Right, right. Um, because that's just a 
It's just a weird moment for it. It was a very. She's just setting up landmines everywhere around herself. It was a very Scott Pilgrim with uh, oh, knives very, and yeah, Ramona yeah. when she's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. the, "What's the line when in the movie where they're like, you cheated on me with Scott?" And then he's like, "No, I cheated on." Or he, she says, "You cheated on me with knives." And she's, he says, no, no I, I cheated, cheated on knives with, with you. <laughs> and she said, what's the difference? Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of, yeah. you know, because she, she you, know, bas- you know, basically is emotionally, you know, damaging both relationships. Yeah. Um, not helping. Not helping. And speaking of damaging relationships, uh, Peter goes after April in this series of chapters. He really, like, goes in pretty yeah. hard on that interview um, because that it's, it's become a big part of the book is April versus the Defenders. Yeah. And it starts to show how April deals with like negative uh, feedback from social media and also deals with Peter because she plays into Peter's hands a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when she really doesn't need she to. She goes off for talking points in the interview and yeah. gets pulled down to his level where yeah. he uses you know, fear-mongering tactics and just, like, cheap tactics to make her, try and make her He, look he pulls the argument from being logical and helpful for either side to emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and she takes the bait. I mean, that's the the sad... And she even says that in the book, you know, like, she, yeah. she kind of, you know, it, the interview went all over the place. And I, I think thematically this is something that I, I think is kind of one of the themes of the book is, you know, when when people get so divisive, you know, we start looking past the nuance of individual thought and, you know, actually constructive criticism and stuff that's going to be helpful and gets more into, you know, just, you know, good guy, bad guy. Like both right. sides think that they're justified right. in their actions and it ultimately leads to these terrorist attacks, this coordinated a- attack on four cities killing 800 people. Right. Um, and even though, you know, I wouldn't say that April was as directly involved as the defenders, you know, she, she added fuel to the flames. She, yeah, she through her countering and she goes through that through her countering of their arguments. She vilified their, their fears to the extent that those people felt cornered. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, out of that comes extremism yeah. is kind of what she explains. Yeah. Hey, can we back up? Yeah. To one second. To yeah. one to one thing. Yeah. When April looks in the mirror and says, Oh yeah. I do me. I absolutely love that. Yes. I wish I had that kind of confidence. That, um, I love it. Just, I love it. I wish I could live my life with the confidence of I do me, but I <laughs> I don't just, that's the new name of the podcast. Practice. I do me podcast. That can be the title of the of this episode. Bookends. <laughs> that, that definitely should be the title of this episode. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, April's confidence of I do me is intimidating almost. Intimidating <laughs> and inspiring. Wow. wow. If we could all live our lives with the idea of Just bottle I do that me, energy. Just bottle that energy. Just keep it here in my heart. All right. It also probably leads to her horniness because she's just thinking, I do me. Yeah, she would. That must mean everyone will do me. Yeah, she's she's ready to bone down anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we see that in a couple chapters, but let's um, let's move on to the to Carl's hand because this part kicks ass and is awesome. So Carl's hand saves her from the the shot, an assassination attempt yes. against April, um, and then she communicates with Carl's hand, and Carl's hand is a natural born comedian. <laughs> the sarcasm <laughs> is real. Yeah, it like they communicate with taps, or it, it communicates with taps, and you know they essentially have this conversation where you know he's saying to April, "You can't." tell the world you can't tell the world what i've done here 
Um, I think he want. I think the Carls want to be out of the picture. I think they almost yeah. are interjecting themselves to see what humanity would do. And I think April's connection is important to them, so they want to keep her alive. Um, but I think that they still don't want to be seen taking sides. That's kind of what I took away yeah. from it. I could be off base, but that's... I mean, we still don't even know what Carl is. Right, Being True. like three quarters of the way through the right. book. And so I I have no clue what Carl's up to. Carl's hand is a little cutie pie, though. Carl's wouldn't, hand. You want, wouldn't you want a little Carl's hand? I want... <laughs> Shy like a little cat. Just yeah. look, look. You can curl up next to it. Oh, like my it. God. Oh, yeah. Do you think Carl's hand would like sleep at the bottom of your bed? Oh, yeah. and do that thing yeah. where it spins around in circles a couple times to get comfortable. <laughs> oh, it's and such a just... scary image. I, I don't like it. I love it so Parker, much. Parker, Mango or Carl's hand? Oh my god, I would get rid of my dog in a minute for Carl's <laughs> hand. I'll throw Mango right out the would door. You, how would you put a leash on Carl's hand? I'm there on the thumb. It's oh, trained. Really? No, it's oh, just, guys, Carl's hand. Carl's hand is trained so well it can be off the. It oh, can be yeah, off the yeah. lead. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the listeners a little visual. So how I would put a leash on Carl's hand is everyone take your hand. And you put fingers down. The wrist stump? And then, not the wrist stump, but you take your middle finger and you pull it up as high as you can. Oh and the leash goes on the middle finger. Ow. So he still has like two legs. How? Okay. So the leash is <laughs> kind of the like thumb, a head. The thumb is the tail. The, the yeah. middle finger is kind of the, the head. The middle finger is kind of like a head. Oh. And so it, it goes right there. Just slips right Oh, that right kind on. of works nicely because then you have four little, yeah, four four little, little legs. walking legs. Does anybody leg wish that they had a space hand that would answer emails for them while you sleep? Oh, my God. Could we get Carl's hand I, to do my work for me? That would be incredible. I, yeah, I That's kind the of best part that. of this book. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah that is a good point. Because, yeah, so what, what happens? April's... She falls, She wakes up and she's like, oh, my gosh, I have to... She's, like, traumatized. And, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, I have to answer all these emails. I should be on the news. Da, 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 da. Her phone's dead, so she checks her email. And then, like, she's, like, 400 emails, but half of them are answered. So she's like, wait a second. I don't remember doing that, but the these phone? all sound like things I would say. Yeah. So she goes through and realizes, she's like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I woke up a few times and answered these. And even she even says that um, she's like, to this day, I kind of try to convince myself of that. Yeah. And it's interesting because if it was Carl Jr., it did answer like April would. Right, right. Um, which could be like a connection still because April definitely is like the main connection with the Carls. Right. And the dream. Mm -hmm. um, and they are, I mean, there's some sort of way that they're communicating through the mind. I mean, because the, I mean, obviously they have like the same shared dreams. So yeah. where do you think the hand came from? I don't know. There's a teleporter in the magic. Castle. I almost kind of like, I don't know if you said that as a joke, but I almost kind of agreed that Carl's hand can teleport. Yeah, so I think I think in the same way Maybe. that or it can fly. Imagine if it has little rocket boosters in its wrist <laughs> and and its little fingers yeah, like rockets come out. All right, yeah. so I can, how would like you a put a squid. rocket booster on Carl Jr.'s hand? Oh, it's man. just a big like you know the, the if uh, we have the any SpaceX artists. the SpaceX boosters. Yeah, you're like what? And it's just two giant like SpaceX sized <laughs> boosters and a little hand. If we have any artists <laughs> who want to do fan art for the show, I would love to see Carl's hand with rocket boosters on the fingies. Oh, fingies. I don't like that word. As long as you don't... Carl, Carl's as long as you hand, leave fingies no. out of that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's a, a pretty good spot. And then, so then, I mean, she goes and, you know, talks to Andy. Andy's not handling the stress well. No, I don't think any of them are handling the stress well. I think April is coping by ignoring it and by still focusing on this mission, right. almost. 
and Andy is really in a bad way. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we kind of glossed over it because it was pretty quick, but 800 people died. Did die. And more injured. And more injured. And April compared July 13th to 9-11, which right. if there's one thing I want to be in life, it is to not be compared to 9-11. Yeah, that's <laughs> because a, that's a... it sounds like a decent goal to not be that bad. Yeah. Uh, but Andy's not handling it well. Andy's not. Andy. Andy's on the on the brink of crashing. Um, April wants to go forward with the mission, so she says, "Let's get out there and let's film. Let's let's do a a, a film in front of the Carl um, or a video in front of in front of Carl let's with a message film. of hope." <laughs> they they shoot a feature film in front of the Carl. Let's, let's film an indie film. Let's, let's film a stop motion film with featuring Carl. Carl Could Sand. a depressed person do this? <laughs> ben Wyatt holds up the. Clay doll. Cal, Cal zone. Um, yeah, so, so she, she wants to do a message of hope and and then she does the message of hope and then everyone's happy. And, and everyone's happy. And then and the book Yeah, it's all happiness. And the book, and then Carl say, great job, mankind, and they fly back to space. Man, That's all we needed was a good video bringing everyone together. No, we have a guy who runs at April and stabs her in the back mid-speech. Mid-speech. And our boy Andy full on domes him turns him to goo i'm trying to think of a sports player <laughs> oh yeah go do it think he of a sports player peyton manning peyton manning's that camera into the head of the assassin which i, I mean i don't really think that does anything but the whole the the dude straight up liquefies so he split no he well once he he's already liquid i, I think he's yeah, yeah i think but he's like already liquefied his, i actually don't even his face open did it say that he out. threw the camera or did he accidentally he drop it he raised his hands up in the air and he slammed it down on his head oh. yeah, yeah, like oh. a donkey kong he's like going at him and like <laughs> I almost thought he like hit him face on with it. Okay, all right. But he splits his head open. So he was trying to defend April, but before he could even get there, something intervened. Something it's intervened and liquefied. We assume Carl. The assassin. We. I assume Carl. That's. I think I assume who Carl. Is the Lord, our Father but, in heaven, <laughs> turn him to goo. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Oh, God. That wasn't Carl at No, all. no. It was the Lord's intervention. Just striked him with a lightning bolt. Yeah, got him. That's got him what one. He said, get gooed. Um, <laughs> get Amen. gooed. <laughs> Amen. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, we don't know. It doesn't explicitly say, but it's either Carl or, I mean, Brett, uh, you, you kind of mentioned this uh, off, off mic, but you said that it could have been April, like a defense like, mechanism. Yeah, something like in her... Like something in her blood or something like when because she did touch Carl and when she had that touch she like felt that weird sensation in her body right. so maybe there's something about which her. is I mean I didn't think that at all so that's or a really maybe, cool thought because yeah. maybe she does have some sort of built-in defense system now yeah, it's a Galaxy Brain podcast <laughs> welcome I'm the 200 IQ ideas right over here April got some buffs in chapter yeah 12. she did. She well yeah so that's I mean that that's where the origin of it was is oh. I thought she even mentioned she said you know um, I I think when she touches the hand she says it's different from touching the original Car- Carl because then I felt like this wave of heat and all this other stuff and then so maybe she has powers maybe I mean, it was just the Carl statue kind of going off the the defense mechanism theory 
She handled getting stabbed kind of well. I was I was about to say, does anyone fall in love with April every single time that she does anything at all in this book? Because her, like, I, I know that she's obviously, the, like, these chapters aren't painting her in the best light. She made some yeah, mistakes. Yeah, April was rough in these. But, like, and even, even, like, with her mission, she's still so focused on, like, this message almost and not so much the... 800 people that have died. Anyways, I'm, I'm getting off topic. Mm-hmm. She's just so dang adorable when she, like, she gets stabbed and then she's making jokes about love, being stabbed. I love when she gets stabbed. She gets stabbed she's and she's so... like, what did it feel like? And she's like, kind of like a knife in my back. You know, just very charming. Yeah, yeah she definitely handles situations well. And it's almost, I don't know if it's just she deflects really well, but she also, I mean, she kept her, she kept a cool head when she got stabbed and wanted to finish the video and wanted to like save the footage. So I think she does pretty well under. And we can't stress it enough. April is always horny. She, always. she got in the EMT and uh, Jessica. Well, Jessica's there. Jessica's there. Yeah. yeah. The EMT, the nice EMT lady that was helping her. Um, April was just spitting game. She started flirting, you know, as they were talking and commenting on how cute she was. And I just loved and it. And Jessica might be involved later because she has... I, I don't know. Her, <laughs> I just thought it was a funny. She a becomes the second main character after this. <laughs> Jessica is. She has her. Call. She has her SD card. So a- April's yeah. always horny. I uh, to bring Am some also <laughs> <laughs> to bring some. Uh, I, I guess debate discussion into the pod. Yeah. Uh, I did not like April in these chapters. I think April made a lot of bad decisions, which like. We kind of we knew this is where the book was going. Like she's gonna have a downfall. I think she just kind of deflected a lot yeah. for the situations going on. Yeah, I mean, I think this is you know the, her character arc right now. I think this yeah, is her. It's a um, fall. Right. This but is, you got to have a good character, which right. is fine. This is her folly and her you know realizing that she's made some mistakes and how she's yeah. handling everything isn't right. Yeah. Um. I, I think the biggest reasoning for my thoughts on just like being kind of frustrated with april she's still not ready to like ask for help for the plane thing which is really annoying it's really frustrating yeah i agree her whole april's bit is like i'm april i want to be like on top of everything yeah yeah and like 800 people have (laughs) died nice (laughs) god Oh, that was good. <laughs> um, Incredible. So she... Dang it, Can you think of anything else? <laughs> no. no that's, I'm trying to word it differently. That's so because that's the best way to end. <laughs> um, but she wants to be on top of everything. Don't say it again. Um, and like 800 people have died. Right. And she's still... Stop smiling. And she's, she's still, still like, wanting to be on top of everybody. <laughs> she's still not reaching out to people that could right. very, very much could I, help her with this I, situation. I think that's Maya's biggest issue with her, too, is just like, she's like, good Lord. Like, yes, you're April May, but like, you're not hot shit. Like, right. Like, you need my help. And yeah. she like, Maya seems to be the only one. Well, everyone tries to help her, but Maya Maya's blunt with her and is like, I'm telling you that you need help. While everybody is, else is like, hey, like, I want to help you. And she's like, nah. Also, but Maya's like, no, you need my help. Right? Right. You're a dummy. Like, you, people need people. And I think April, yeah. you know, kind of shuts out people or plays it so cool. Right. And, and if she would just, like, get a little bit of help. And just Then maybe Maya she would and just kiss Maya stuff and out. hug Maya. And Maya's the best. And Yeah. That's, that's a weird situation because Miranda's in the picture now. Right. I know, but just landmines everywhere. 
She's put it's a mind field. Maya's everywhere. Land <laughs> <laughs> Maya's everywhere. Um, so does anyone else think that Carl's hand is kind of cute? I think it's very cute. No, I mean like sex. How would you describe it? We're gonna move on before you try to ship April. <laughs> how would, and how would Carl. you describe it? Wait, do you think that Carl Carl's hand and April might be a thing? I don't. Do you think? think so. I mean, did you did you? Read what if head? April gets turned into a hand? <laughs> she does mention getting robotic parts at the beginning yeah. of the book. Does she really? She yeah. mentioned at the beginning. She, I didn't she gets that. like robot parts, right? Yeah. She's like part robot now. Oh, you're lying to me. No. I need to go reread. I, I go read we've read this book at a very slow pace. It, it is I'm harder to remember. I'm pretty sure she mentioned, retrospectively, she says... I know she said, before like, before I'm I was like, alive and stuff. I didn't think she said I before she I said had robo was, parts. I, I'm pretty sure she said that. <laughs> before said, I became April 2000. <laughs> oh, we missed a perfect conversation. How would Carl do in a round of battle bots? Um, I thought you were going to... Carl's hand? Carl's hand. Carl's hand would He would absolutely decimate his hand. Seeing Carl's hand is like made of antimatter that can't be touched or damaged because they tried to blow up multiple Carl's. So he would be pretty good, Maybe right? yeah. Maybe third, second or third place in his <laughs> no, first No, he would lose to Squee. Just a- <laughs> Look it up. There's a robot named Squee. It's like S-Q-U-E-E-E-E-E-E-E. And it's like, it's like a really long robot, so it's nice. like 30 E's. Like Just imagine... Carl's, Carl's hand. Carl's hand. Yeah, it'd be like the, second or third place. He's in the battle bot arena, and April May is, quote unquote, controlling quotation him. marks controlling him, and she just has like a like a wee nunchuck. Carl's hand. <laughs> That's it. Carl's, Carl's hand, hand is, is horny and nut. starts like yeah. humping the other robots. Ooh, like April. Yeah, like it's learning like, after like his mother, like son. Mm-hmm. Right. Gosh. Sometimes my dog humps my leg. <laughs> This is nothing to do with anything. Yeah, there's some things but that don't have to be said. There's some things that don't have to be said, but it did get me thinking. What if it, what if it give me it did get me thinking about we'll post mango a, humping my leg? Parker will post a TikTok of it. You'll know. You'll no. you'll get in on the bit. Um. All right. Should we bookmark it there? That's. Uh, I think it's uh, it's good. That's twelve through seventeen. That's twelve through seventeen. We went through a lot. Um. We we have been through a lot. Any more thoughts? <laughs> We've been through a lot recording this. The word hump was used too many times. Too much. Now, now it's a record. Yeah. That's the most times we've ever said a single Anyone word. Anyone else want to toss in one more before we move on? All right. <laughs> I think we're good. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. So the next up, before we finish, I want to do a quick author's note. Yes. Yeah. What's going on with Hank? Um, as you know, Hank Green, our author, our friend, friend of the podcast. Beloved dad. Beloved dad to us all. Mm. He's our father. Um, he, we've talked about his charity. We've talked about his ranking of the alphabet. Yes. Um, let's talk about how successful a person. Let's get. Let's give. Let's give him some uh, some credentials because he's actually a really successful guy. Um, before you go in, I'll say I don't know much about Hank Green, so I'm excited for this. So Hank, YouTuber. That's probably what he's most known for. He's on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. You Zoomers might know who he is. I obviously do. I'm a big time Zoomer. Nice. I'm 19 years old, if anybody <laughs> doesn't know. Um, uh, Hank <laughs> turned some of his original YouTube content was he does educational 
videos and he's paired with like pbs and all these other oh, places cool. he does a show called sci show where he does a lot of science he does this with his brother and they've actually once they partnered with pbs they had a bunch of different people come on, come on board and put out content nice. he also does crash course which is another educational series um he started i don't know if any of you either of you ever bought any podcast merchandise from like your favorite podcast but one of the most popular Websites to do that is called um, DFTBA, and it's a podcast we listen. I listen to this podcast called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. They have their stuff on there. Um, he started. He that? started DFTBA. Oh, that's, oh, cool. that's cool. It was originally started as a record company because Hank is also a musician, and he used to put out uh, music. What, on, what, he's released albums. What and don't stuff. you know about Hank? Not. I mean, he's my good friend. He's my dad. He's my dad. So. I mean, I know everything. Um, he used to put out music. I don't, I'm not quite sure if he still does, but so it originally started as a record company. Then he transformed it into a merchandise company. So they handle, you know, like I think Rhett and Link is one of their big ones. Yeah. They're a big YouTube um, channel. So depending on the success of our podcast, you might see on DFTBA some bookends with friends um, merch, m- mugs, and, and car tires. Horny pins and um, and uh, and goo and uh, uh, Greek hands, Greek pantheon columns, Greek hands, <laughs> columns and metal hands, mm-hmm. giant metal plush plush hands. Okay, that um, you can sleep with. Just a little preview of the merch we have coming. Yeah, out yeah. Next, it's coming out. It's all next week. week. Yeah, it's next week. Look right? out for it. That's yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll link it. Um, he also, fun fact, when he. Sign when he signs autographs, he does something called the Henkler Fish, which you can see on YouTube. If you if you look or not YouTube, if you look him up on Wikipedia, you can see his signature, and it's called the Henkler Fish. And is it is his signature and it's, like a fish? It's, mo- it's meant to look oh like you know the angler God. fish, the oh, one that man. dangles. It's like little you know that you've yeah, seen. Yeah, definitely go go look that up. That's wonderful. That's, <laughs> so that's a cool thing that Hank does. Um, and he also one of the the last thing I'll say, it's just kind of random. Have you ever been to a 3D movie where you're like, ow, this is really hurting my eyes. I don't want to watch this in 3D anymore. Or it's a really bad movie. Like the, la- like the last the airbender in 3D. 3D movies. No, but he <laughs> was the first one to do something about it. He created 2D glasses. And so you can go films? to a 3D movie... Oh. And use these glasses that turn it back into 2D. You're lying. No, it's real. That's wild. You can look I'm it up. Go buy some 2D it's kind glasses. of like a niche product because I think it's meant for situations where like somebody you know wants to go see it in 3D and it like bothers just you. Yeah. So you're like, okay, well I'll huh. go and I'll just use. You my gotta 2D really glasses. love your friends to pay for a 3D movie ticket to get a 2D experience. <laughs> <laughs> pay that extra six dollars for. Yeah. Do you want to know the one movie I saw in 3D? Av- uh, the Last Airbender, Avatar. Um. That's not as bad, but close. The one movie I've seen in 3D, not counting IMAX, I mean like garbage. Was it another M. Night Shyamalan product? It was uh, Green Lantern starring Ooh. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, great movie. What? Yeah. I won, <laughs> his, his, I won a couple Oscars, His best, right? I think. His, his finest work. It's a bad movie. The best, the best um, superhero movie. Starring Taika Waititi? Waititi? Is that what you're talking about? Is he yeah. in that movie? Yeah, I thought, I thought we talked about this. He plays like his friend. Oh right, he plays like his like nerdy friend. Yeah, he plays like his roommate or Wild. something. When he was young. Which I didn't that is we super talked weird. about that one yeah. time, but I was like, there's just no way. Yeah, bad movie. Glad we all agree. Sounds like a great movie to me. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, 
Taika Waititi. Oh yeah. I don't. Dan, are you? The color are you green. Okay. <laughs> the color green. Like Hank Green. <sighs> and and it all full connects. circle. It all connects. I'm really proud of us. We actually did it. We made it to the end of the podcast. We did it. Um, wait. <laughs> we're, we're done. Only three episodes. I and we're built never, this whole thing. We're never recording. <laughs> I spent again. so much money. No. Um, uh, any any anybody to thank? I know we did shout outs at the beginning. Yeah, but... we did some shout outs. Well, once again, thanks thanks for the Stanleys for giving me a, a nice little restful um, day. Thank you for all the people. Um, a lot of people reached out to me on Instagram uh, about the podcast and saying they were listening to it, which was just super cool. So thank you. Thanks for all the helpful feedback that everyone has given. Yes, please give um, give more feedback. We want to know what is working and what's not. We're, we're just starting this show and we want to know what's good and what, what isn't good and if any of it even is good, even if it's the whole thing, even if it's the, if you bad, if you tell us the whole thing is bad, then that's that, great. That'll it, help it, us. If you give context, that will be helpful. So um, we would really appreciate feedback um, of any kind, and we want you to be involved. We want you to send in submissions. We didn't really have any submissions for this week's chapters, um, but it's never too late, and we'll read them aloud, and we can make you as much a part of the show and a part of the discussion You'll as you want to be famous. You'll be famous amongst our thousands of fans. Actually, fun fact, we got two downloads in Romania and one download in Japan. And, and one in Sweden. And one in Sweden. And one in Germany. So we're an international podcast. Yeah, if you want so, international fame, right. you should send in your If you thoughts. want notoriety around the world. Around the world. Then, you know, give us some feedback. Say something say some funny, roast us. Hey, roast in us. In those oh. sweet Romanian earlobes, then you will send in a submission. By the way, thank you to our fans in Romania and Sweden and Germany and Japan. And everywhere. Anybody who's listened. America. In, in, in America. I mean, we've had people in California. Had, can you believe Texas. That we've had fans in the U.S. Too? I mean, honestly, I'm shocked. Honestly, I'm shocked. Listen to this, what we're saying right now. Um, yeah, we're people. We're we're still waiting for Alaska. Yeah, no, honestly, there are a bunch of states. So if you can, no, 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 no this is this is real. There's like fifty. If you if you're a big, <laughs> there's whoa like, that many. There's fifty states. If if you like the show, um, we really want to go grow to different our states and listen to it. Go to different states, drive to different states and listen to it. Go find your friends and if you're secretly a true fan. down. If you're a true fan, hey, you're you're on the ground floor right now. You're our favorites. You know, you know, help us build. You know, thing. podcast parents are never supposed to pick their podcast <laughs> kids. We'll make you kings. But you're our favorites because you're the first ones listening. So go around to like your friends' phones and download there. Um, you know, ask your parents to download. Parents really like the show. My mother-in-law has been so sweet and has reached out multiple times about it. Um, download it on phones in the Apple Store. <laughs> go, go, go to your local Verizon store and just download, download it there. Yeah, just really help just us out. Just some viral marketing. This is some viral marketing. I just read Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point, and we need one of you to. That's what he says. That's, he, that's actually what he says. He says all great marketing happens by starts at the Apple store. Someone going to the Apple store and downloading this podcast specifically. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Quote it, listener of the show. Post that quote. Um, Anyways, we're all idiots, but thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so the much. The support's been great. Um, we love all of you. Thank you for listening. A special thanks, of course, to Jacob Robinson for the intro and outro music of our podcast. And thank you to Maddie Moon, my beautiful wife, for the art that she's done. Um, all right. Well, oh, and Jacob, speaking of Jacob, he loved my my casting of um, 
of Andy oh. as the Wolf Poltergeist. There's, There's a, a shout out yeah. for Jacob. All right. He gave feedback for the show. Yeah. That's what we need. We love it. We love to see it. Yeah. Wait, do we have any castings and before we leave the show? Oh, we I was gonna say, this outro is so long. Any castings long before we leave the show? Um, I was going to say... Um, before we leave the podcast tent? The would-be assassin, Martin Bellacourt, mm-hmm. the one that stabbed her. I was going to say um, Lee Harvey Oswald could be... <laughs> Could be that. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's who it is. I'm recasting Andy as the real life Jack Ruby, who mm, killed Lee Harvey Oswald. This is a history podcast about the JFK assassination. Wow, it's interesting. You said that because I had a similar thought. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. No, we not almost again. made it. We almost made it. What's wrong? Take me home right now, please. I need take a me, take me out. Take me out right now. Take me out. Take me out. Assassinate me because turn I mean, me to goo, we Carl. Were, I don't want to be here. Anymore. Turn me to goo, Carl, please. We almost made it to the end of the episode without a Shia reference. What did you do? I love you guys too. Thanks for listening. What Shia reference? All right, okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and remember, the real books were the friends. Thank we you made all for listening along the way. And the real. Daniel, are you ever gonna say it? Daniel, say it right now. Look me in the eyes. Thanks for listening. The, the real, real, the real books, books were the books we friendsed along the way. Yeah.